Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenido, secret friends. A lot of pressure doing this podcast, and some days I feel it. Because once you offer up the likes of mouth sounds, which I believe we did last week, was last week mouth sounds, uh, people start instantly asking, you know, how do you top it? How do you, what's next for the podcast that brought us mouth sounds? And I, I don't know. I don't know how I, I mean, I can, I could recreate it. Mouth sounds, but it's, it's, it's not the same. It's just. It's it's just not the same. It, there's there's nothing like your first meal at the best restaurant in the world. Nothing will ever compare to that meal. Mouth sounds. Speaking of great meals, Argentina. The new president of Argentina is 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 is, is in the news a lot because he he's a brand new president of Argentina. Uh, but between you and I, as someone who's been following the news since before I was born, I've never even able, been able to name the president of Argentina in my medium-length life. Never had a fucking clue who the president of Argentina is. But now I know it's... Well, I don't know his real name, but I know they call him El Loco. They call him the madman, but they speak Spanish, so they call him El Loco. And apparently the equivalent here is, it's not like America electing Trump, what this, what, what Argentina did. No, 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 no. This would be like if we bypassed Trump and elected meatloaf. That's essentially the new president of Argentina, the madman. El Loco. But then I started reading about El Loco, which, um, to the best of my knowledge, is not a nickname that my people that know me use for me, but it, it very well could be. Uh, the next person to call me crazy will, will, will not be the first. So, so I started reading up. On El Loco, because he's the madman. And it turns out that we have more in common than I'm comfortable with, the madman and I. Uh, known for prolific swearing, check. Known as a mercurial loner, check. People worry about his emotional stability, and a check. He's a media personality, check. Crazy hair, check. He also believes, and, and maybe this is the best, and, and he's, got, he's got some positions that I, that I don't necessarily endorse. Like, he's into guns everywhere. He thinks, he thinks guns, 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 everywhere guns makes for a safe, safe, safe place. He's also a wannabe dictator, but he's also a dog whisperer, so that may come out in the wash. He's a wannabe dictator, but but a dog whisperer. And he's also a lead singer in a Rolling Stones cover band called Everest. Because no band has ever achieved the musical heights 
like a band fronted by El Loco, covering your favorite tunes by the Stones. It truly is an Everest experience. But one of the things that makes the madman, the madman, one of the most loco of the loco, according to the, the news stories that I've been reading, is he's openly calling for it being okay to sell organs. And, and, and I don't know if it was the, uh, was the Mouth Sounds podcast that will never talk. Ever take that burden off our shoulders. Sisyphus can push the rock no more. Yeah, we went really hard on that. We were and I, I still think I should. And I do I think everybody should just at their whim be able to sell their organs? Because sure, sure, sure. It creates a perverse incentive structure where rich people are just boy buying the organs of poor people. And I understand that that's a concern. But where do I go to get a goddamn waiver? Fucking poor, yeah? I will get blood type A positive. A plus. I will, I will give it away for free. That said, I would be happier if we came to some kind of arrangement. Looks like we may have a trip to Argentina in our future. Perhaps Argentina, under the wise leadership of El Loco, will have some kind of kidney harvesting tourism industry. And I can't wait. You, you get you get you get some of the some of the best steakhouses in the world and the chance to uh to lose kidney. I like that. I uh I like it. Can I tell you something about my uh, my hometown real quick that uh, that I think is funny? Now I call I call the hometown Spokaloo, but it's really Spokane, Washington. It's like 280 miles as the crow flies uh, east of uh, of Seattle. It's it's in the part of Washington State where the people aren't <laughs> Spokane. It's a county of about 300,000. But when we turn out for rock and roll, we turn out for rock and roll. Do you remember Brian Adams, Canadian singer? I don't believe who had a hit past the year of 1990. Brian Adams, right? A name that hasn't been relevant in the music biz for 30 fucking years. Brian Adams. But there's a great tour circuit if you want to see someone like Brian Adams or Ario Speedwagon or some other band that you never thought you'd hear their name ever again. It's the fucking casino circuit. They're coming to a casino near you. 500 to like a thousand times. You bet. You, they can fill that casino. When Brian Adams comes to my hometown, of Spokaloo. Brian Adams isn't playing the goddamn casino. No, 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 no. He's playing the Spokane Arena. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, 
16,000 people. I don't know the exact number, but it's it, it's an arena. Like it like it's a real arena. Like you could you could have like bulls or like monster trucks or minor league hockey. Thank you, Fishby. Should we get a pair of tickets to go see Brian Adams at the arena? <laughs> God. <sighs> All right, let's do let's do Fish B's questions. Gobble gobble, senior turkey balls. It's me, Fish B. And what's your goal for Thanksgiving? And when packing, how do you decide how much weed to smuggle? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I would like it if, if if I was approached this holiday season. If people came up to me, you know, not like my friends or family, but like but like strangers, I'll be like, gobble gobble, senior turkey balls. What's my goal for Thanksgiving? My, my fucking, my, my goal? <laughs> That's a strangely worded question that inspires no answer. I don't, I don't know what my fucking goal is. I mean, right now, like, it's, it's just very incremental. First, my goal is to pack. And then my next goal will be to make it to the airport. And then my goal is going to be to get on a plane and get off a plane and then get on a plane and then get off a plane and then go out for burgers around midnight. But I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have a goal other than not to embarrass myself in such a way that my children never speak to me ever again. Just... Unfortunately, always on the table. But they're very forgiving children, as they must be when I'm their dad. And when packing, how do you decide how much weed to smuggle? You know, Fish B, for the purposes of this podcast, we're just going to have to assume that's a joke. Just a joke. Because even though the TSA doesn't screen for it, they have... Bigger fish to fry, so to say. I mean, what if you got apples in there and you're leaving a quarantine area, for God's sake, right? Here's the reason you want to be careful with this. Even if you're leaving a state where it's totally legal, say you're in Colorado or Washington or Oregon or California, Nevada, leaving a state where it's totally legal, as soon as you step foot on the airport, you realize you're no longer on state property, right? You realize at that point you're on federal property. You are at a federal port, hence the name airport. At which point... Yeah, that's illegal again. So I, 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 I... As a respecter of all laws, whether just in spirit or enforced, you know me, rule follower. Clearly none. I have a better question for the TSA. Um, what category is, uh, is is something like pudding or like uh, or like hummus? 
Is that a liquid? Is that a song? Because I would like to bring some hummus, but I feel like it's a... Although slow moving, <laughs> liquid nonetheless. Takes the shape of its container. I'm confused. But I scoured the TSA website. Not one word about the pudding. Or the hummus. All right, let's do trivia time. I forgot to mention, my bad, that today's category was crime and punishment. Crime and punishment. Today's category. That's my bad. It's a miracle I'm breathing. Who was the first U.S. president to pardon turkeys? Biden just did this yesterday. No one's talked about the Liberty Bell more than this podcast, and the turkeys were seriously named Liberty and Bell. This is our time. I'm going to say the uh, the first president to pardon a turkey was none other than Andrew Garfield. Because he was only president for six months, and it seems like Garfield's the answer to every trivia question. So I'm going to go with Garfield. Final answer, Rege. All right. Answer sheet. Abe Lincoln. Abe, are you sure? According to Fish B, Abe Lincoln was the first to cave to the begging of his youngest son, Tad, and Jack the Turkey became a family pet. Is that right? Is that Jack the Turkey? Uh, Harry S. Truman in 1947 was like the first to get a turkey from the Turkey Federation. That must have been an honor after dropping the bomb. It was formalized as a real thing by George H.W. Bush in 1989, but Reagan did it, although it was non-codified in 87. Nixon's daughter sent a bird to the petting zoo. In 1963, JFK sent them back to the farm. But Abe Lincoln is the one who caved to his son and Jack the Turkey family pet. Just running around the White House, winning all the races. Turkeys are sneaky fast. I don't know if I've ever even seen a turkey run. I don't even, I don't even know, but like, they're fast, right? They're fast? No, they're not. Hence all the eating of them. Fair, fair, fair. All right. One bite at the apple. 50 minutes or less. Up by noon. Every Monday through Thursday. Believe, period. And shout outs to, uh, to Liberty and Bell, the turkeys that made it. Say adios, Fishby.